0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Preach the Word Podcast. I'm Ashton MacDonald, and I'm your host. Today's episode is a sermon that was shared by Pastor Shad MacDonald on March 19th, of 2023. The scripture reading comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 16, beginning in verse 13. The sermon is titled, Let's Make It Personal. If you would like to stay up to date with the most recent episodes of the podcast, please subscribe. You can also share this episode with friends or with family by tapping the share button. Be encouraged today as you listen that you can have a personal encounter with Christ. Thank you for listening. Matthew 16, 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. The question is in red. Verse 15, read it. But whom say ye that I am? One more time. But whom say ye that I am? So, if the Lord will stand by me, I want to title this Let's Make It Personal. A question. A question that needs an answer. A question that you must answer how many of you understand that life has a lot of questions? My daughter-in-law the other day sent me a text and this is from my granddaughter. Sadie says, did God create himself? Question mark. (laughs) Where does a four-year-old come up with a question like that? I'm sure Tony gave her a good answer. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Life has questions. Uh, This here is the question of the ages. This is the question that has been asked untold numbers of times. It's the question that's still being asked. Here it is. Who is Jesus? That is the question. This question has been answered by various religions this question has been answered by different ideas of faith. The Muslims have their answer. The Jehovah Witnesses have their answer. And on and on I could enumerate of various religions that have their answer. But I'm glad I can say with the songwriter, I know who Jesus is. And so this is a question that I want to deal with here today. And the first thing I want you to note about this, what Jesus quizzes, I want you to notice it is a quarrel that is publicly argued. The world over has their idea. The world over has their philosophy. And they sat in different debates and uh, talking about who is Jesus. Jesus. And because people have formed the wrong idea of who Jesus is, it has called, caused countries and nations to go the wrong way. I think that America has been blessed beyond measure because America chose God. And I know that there are many that are trying to redirect and redefine our faith. And they're trying to somehow or another erase our history. But the fact of the matter is, America was founded on a strong belief in God. And our forefathers were God-fearing men. They were praying men. And they are some today that want to scandalize our forefathers and they want to disrepute them and they want to destroy our religious heritage in America. But the fact of the matter is America was built upon a strong faith basis in an almighty God. As a matter of fact, our first president was a praying man. There was a man that came to the first convening Continental Congress before we were ever designated as America, and he sought George Washington, never had met him before, and he asked, where is Washington, and someone said, when we go to prayer, he'll be the man that falls on his knees. And may I say, our country has been great But I'm afraid we're on the downhill slope and we're hurtling fast to destruction because we have forgot and we have forsaken our moorings. But the truth of the matter is, America has been great because America chose God. And any nation that refuses God, any nation that turns against God will fall into destruction. It will fall at last into hell. But I'm glad I know who Jesus is. (coughs) This quarrel has been publicly argued As a matter of fact, even in Jesus' present day At the very time while he was working miracles At the very time while he was preaching and teaching They were arguing about who Jesus was And they were some that had some fond persuasions about who Jesus was They really had some fond persuasions And they felt like, well, he's John the Baptist Well, that's not a bad thing. John was a preacher of righteousness. John came preaching repentance. Now, his message would not be appreciated today. Imagine if I looked across the pulpit and said, You bunch of snakes. You bunch of vipers, that's what he called them. He told them to bring forth fruit, meat for repentance, and then he would baptize them. He told them that they were going to have to forsake, they were going to have to repent, and they were going to have to turn to God. To be thought of as John the Baptist, that was not a bad thing. And then they were found persuasions that said, well, I'm persuaded that he was Elias. I mean, you know, they were wonders that were done. They were miracles that were performed. And in Jesus, we see that Jesus also repeat, preached repentance like John did. But Jesus also worked miracles like Elijah did. And he worked even greater miracles than Elijah did. So, yes, to say that he was like John or like Elias, that's not a bad thing. Someone say, well, I think he's Jeremiah. Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet. He lamented and said, Oh, that my head were waters, and mine eyes a fountain of tears, that I may weep day and night for the slain of the daughters of my people. Jeremiah was a weeping prophet. And Jesus, he was a man that wept. He was a man that knew tears. He shed tears. The Bible even tells us that Jesus wept. And so it bespeaks it of Jesus' compassion. Of him uh, showing compassion to lost humanity. And so Jesus, uh, he's like John in that he preached repentance. Jesus is like Elijah that he worked miracles. Jesus is like Jeremiah in that he was a weeping man. But all of those fond persuasions had a flawed perspective. Because when you look at it in truth, if you say that Jesus is anything less than the Son of God. You have a flawed perspective of who Jesus really is. You see, Jesus is the greatest controversy of the ages. There's never been anyone like Jesus. Now, let me say that Jesus, you know, of course, was not the only child of his mother. He was the first child of his mother, but he had brethren and sisters. He was the first child of his mother. But he was the only son of his father. He's the greatest contradiction of the ages. There's never been anyone like Jesus. He, Amen. He is the bread of life. But he hungered. He is the water of life. Yet on the cross he said, I Amen. He wept at the tomb of Lazarus, but he also said, I am the resurrection and I am the life. He hung on a cross and he gave up the ghost and he died, but he told them you can destroy this temple, but in three days I'm going to raise it up. He's the greatest controversy of the ages. And if you think that Jesus is anything less than deity, if you think he is anything less than very God, You have a flawed perspective Of who Jesus is I want to tell you he's greater than John He's greater than Elijah He's greater than Jeremiah Amen he's the greatest of the great He's king of kings and lord of lords And he's everything to me I don't want to have a flawed perspective Of who Jesus is Would somebody give him praise I think that sometimes In religion today People have a flawed perspective of who he is. And they want to say, well, he was a good man. Well, he, of course, did good works. But I want to tell you, the Bible is filled with good men. Jesus is more than just a good man. He's more than just a good teacher. He is the very Son of God. The Bible tells us plainly, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. The same was in the beginning with Him. Amen. He came into the world, and the world received him not. The world didn't want
1: him. Amen. But he's still holy. He's still righteous. He's still God. I don't want a flawed perspective of who Jesus is.
0: It's a quarrel that has been publicly argued. And still today in Christendom and all throughout religion, there's various ideas about who Jesus is. Some want to decry his incarnation. Some want to debate his wholesome, pure, impeccable life. But I want to tell you that Jesus did not sin. He could not sin. He will not sin. He was no sinner, but he came to save sinners from their sin. Amen. He is inherently evil infinitely, eternally God. He can never be anything less than what he has eternally been and will be. He cannot deviate. He cannot contradict. He can never say or do anything against who he is. He is very God. He is
1: holy. He is supreme. He is superlative sacrifice. He is a man, the very image of Of the invisible God Do you want to see what God looks like? Look to that babe in the manger Do you want to see what God looks like? Look at that man teaching on the hillside Walking on water Feeding the multitude Raising the dead Amen Cleansing the leper Opening blinded eyes That's my Jesus And there's nobody Can somebody shout it? There's nobody There's never no not not never been a man like Jesus he rolled my burdens away I'm glad I know who Jesus is
0: it's been publicly argued who is Jesus come now it's a question that needs to be plainly answered it's a question that needs to be plainly answered if there's the question then there must be the answer I stand today to attest to you Jesus is the answer. Come now. The testimony that is demanded. I want to hear it from you. The world needs to hear it. Lost humanity needs to know who is Jesus. The testimony that is demanded. We need to get our story straight. We need to all speak the same thing. And it's not by lip. It's by life. I can't hear what you're saying because of what you're doing. You're not going to help me while I preach. You see, there is a testimony that is demanded of us. We need to get our story straight And we need to be able to witness to a lost world. That's who Jesus is. Amen. You can say you believe anything in the world, but your behavior speaks louder than your beliefs. Your creed does not talk as loud as your conduct. Amen. You may have the right doctrine, but if your deeds contradict your doctrine, amen, you are leading someone astray. We need to get our story together. Come on here now. And we need to leave this building
1: and we need to speak with life more than lip about who Jesus really is. Oh, but the leper can say, I know who he is. He cleansed me from my sin. The blind man can say, I know who he is he opened my blinded eyes the man with the withered hand says I know who he is he straightened me out amen I want to tell you I know who he is when my life was dark he brought me life when my life was down he picked me up when my life was crooked he made it straight I'm glad I know who Jesus is if somebody had come preach I'd shout for a while today I got the story right I got it figured out. I know who Jesus is.
0: Yeah. The testimony is demanded and there's a truth that must be declared. It's time that we get it right and we let people know who Jesus really is. When Jesus stood before Pilate, Pilate had a question. And Pilate said, What is truth i wish i could have got in the governor's ear and i would have said governor pilate you posed the question wrong the question is not what is truth the question is who is truth pilot was looking truth right in the face can you say amen for jesus says i am the way the truth truth is more than a philosophy truth is more than an idea truth is not mere religion truth is a person jesus is the truth i'm glad i got it right now some say he's a legend just fiction fantasy folklore a tale that's told some don't even believe in Jesus they believe it's just a legend just just a good story and some say well he's a liar there's no way he could be the son of God there's no way that he can be all of that there's no way he could have lived that kind of life he's a he's a liar And some said, ah, he's a lunatic. A man would have to be mad. A man would have to be crazed. A man would have to be apart from his mind to even conjure such thoughts and ideas. He's he's no legend. He's no no liar. He's no lunatic. He's Lord. (laughs) Amen. Oh, yeah. That's exactly who he is I got it right Amen You see that's the truth That must be declared Jesus Is Lord Amen So let's make it personal Come with me now Let me get it right on down to where you live I'm going for your box I'm going for your number I'm going to talk to you And I'm going to tell you that this question Has got to be something more that's public It's got to be something more That's just passed around Amen on the job I want to know from you personally I want to know from you individually I want to hear it from you Who is Jesus Now I'm Made Amen, this decision when I was real young. when I was small, when I was young, I made this decision. And because I made the right decision, I saved myself from a lot of hurt and a lot of heartache and a lot of grief and a lot of pain. I saved myself from a lot of tears and sorrow because I made him Lord. It's a quarrel that is Publicly argued. It's a question that must be plainly answered, but it's a quest that is personally accepted. Amen. I got it for myself. I searched and I knew not what I searched for. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I found it. Thank God. I found him. Come on here now. Aren't you glad that he's personal? Aren't you glad that he's Savior? Aren't you glad that he's Lord? Aren't you glad that he's everything? Amen. He can be your Savior, but he's still mine.
1: If you want him, there's some for you, but you can't have what he is to me. He is my everything. Amen. He's everything that I need. When I'm hungry, he's my bread. When I'm lonely, he's my comforter. When I'm tense, he's my peace when I'm weary he's my rest when I'm sad he's my joy when I'm weak he's my strength when I'm afraid he is my assurance when I'm thirsty he's my living water when I'm poor he's my wealth when I'm empty he's my supply when I'm storm-tossed he's my anchor when I'm unsure he's my confidence when I'm hurt he's my healer when I'm confused he's my wisdom when I'm in danger he's my protection when I stagger he's my rock when I'm lost my God. When I'm restless, He's my trust. When I'm in opposition, He's my courage. When I'm in battle, He's my victory. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I got it figured out. He is my Savior and He is my Lord. Somebody ought to get your worship on. Let's make it personal. Let's make Him Lord.
0: Individually, man must respond so I want to bring it down close and I want to preach to every individual in the room I want to preach to you young lady young man you can make this decision for yourself and if you'll make him Lord That's the greatest choice you could ever make. And so Peter makes that personal affirmation. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. You need to take it personal. Faith cannot be wore like a coat. Faith cannot merely be something that you... Put in your pocket. Faith cannot be something that you simply endorse as a church affiliation. You got to make it personal. How about you? Everybody in the room saved. Everybody in the house know Christ is Savior. You know they ask Moody after a meeting, how many converts did you have tonight? He said, I had three and, a half. three and a half. And they said, oh, you meant three adults and one child? He said, no, three children and one adult. He said, because a child is a whole life. An adult is just half a life. I'd like for the Lord to get some whole lives here today. It's the most wonderful, endearing thing for a young child to say, I oh, want Jesus to be my Savior. Amen. He is the Lord that must be personally accepted. I remember hearing Angel Martinez preach years ago. Angel Martinez got saved down on the border. He said, I got saved because of an ice cream cone. He said, we heard that they were giving away ice cream cones if you went to church. He said, so I went for ice cream, and I got the Savior. (laughs) And I heard Angel Martinez tell about how that he was on a plane, and he looked to this man that was seated beside him and began conversation And by and by, he said, are you a Christian? And the man just right quick said, well, yeah, I'm a Christian. And uh, Angel Martinez said, well, at what point in your life did you get saved? And the man responded and said, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. And Angel Martinez then quizzed and said, well, then how is it that you're a Christian if you don't know when you got saved? He said, because I was born in a Christian country. As if there is such a thing. Friend, you're not saved because of where you're born. You're only saved because you've been born again. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it's the most wonderful thing of when individually each of us responds. And so not only individually must man respond, but inevitably By and by, eventually, all men will recognize you may not do it here now, but eventually you will. You may not pray today, but one day you'll pray. Paul affirms this in Philippians 2. In verse number 6, Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men, and being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Hear it now. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him, and given him a name that is above every name, That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. And every of things in heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Inevitably, by and by. And regrettably for too many, they're going to find out too late who Jesus really is. And the Revelator said, I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. One day, every person in this room will stand before Him. And everyone that denied Him, that denounced Him, that tried to defame His name, those that ridiculed, mocked, scoffed, and railed on Him and wouldn't own Him as Lord, one day they'll own Him as Lord. But I'd like to be like Thomas, who yet though he doubted, when he saw his Lord, he said, My Lord and my God, I want you to stand all over the house, a question today, a question that I want you to answer, who is Jesus, who is Jesus to you, let's make it personal. Heads bowed, eyes closed. <coughs> who is Jesus to you? Peter got the answer right. Today, it's before you. Do you know who he is? Yeah, that's who we talk about on Sunday, that's who we sing about. That's who our teacher teaches about. But is He your Savior? Is He your Lord? You got it right. And so the question is penetrating and pointing to your heart. Who do you say I am? So let me talk to you for a minute. By the way you live, by your conversation, by your conduct, who do you say Jesus is? I didn't ask where you went to church. I didn't ask who your preacher was. It don't matter your talent. It don't matter anything like that. Who is Jesus to you? I dare say you kids know. I dare say you children know.
1: Who is Jesus to you?
0: What does Jesus mean to you? So here we are. Brother McDonald, my heart's been convicted. And I've been made to realize Jesus has not meant what he should have. And you wanna come recommit and rededicate. The altar's open right now. Brother McDonald, I'm just gonna confess up. I'm gonna admit mine. I want him to mean more. Have I got anybody? I want him to mean more. I need to know him better. I wanna have more of a closer walk with him. I want him to mean more. If that's your prayer, I want you to come right now. I want him to mean more. The Lord's dealing with you, you're thinking about it. There may be some things you have to lay aside there may be some things you have to throw away, but Brother Shad, I want him to mean more. Honest confession's good for the soul. May have to do some checking up and some cleaning out, but he's really not meant to me what he should have. And today, I want to come rededicate and commit. I want him to mean more. I want him to mean more. God bless you as you're coming. God bless you. I want him to mean more. God bless you
2: all over the house. from beginning to the end will always be it's always been you jesus oh jesus jesus be the center of (laughs) around. <laughs>